Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Last Sunday, we heard Jesus call Philip and Nathaniel. In today's Gospel reading, he calls four fishermen as they're by the Sea of Galilee. Peter, Andrew, James, and John. The astonishing part about this is that they dropped everything. They put their lives on hold. They left their dad in the boat, and they followed Jesus. They followed Jesus without any idea where it would lead or how much it would cost. That invites a question. Would you leave it all to follow Jesus? Would you leave it all? Many of the decisions we make in life are economic. Can we afford it? Will it break the bank? Is there enough money? We make important choices in life by counting the cost. How much do you think it costs to be a Christian? Of course, being a Christian does cost us some time and money, but so does everything else in life. But how much does it really cost? Can you have forgiveness of sins without repentance? Can you have baptism without church discipline? Can you receive the benefits of Holy Communion without confessing your sins? Can you have justification without sanctification? Can you enjoy God's grace without suffering trial and cross? This morning, we're going to meditate upon Jesus' call upon your own life. How has Jesus called you? And how much does it cost to be a Christian? You'll occasionally hear interpretations of this gospel reading, the call of the disciples, as though those words applied directly to us in the exact same way that they applied to Peter, Andrew, James, and John. Now, if we took those words to heart exactly as they applied to Peter, Andrew, James, and John, we'd have to leave our families and our jobs and go wandering around like itinerant preachers, and that would be a mistake. Every one of those disciples was was chosen and called personally by Jesus. Jesus was physically, bodily present with his first disciples. He spoke his word directly to them. But since, Jesus has died and risen. However, we believe that God also calls each one of us to be his disciples today. How does that call to discipleship reach us? Jesus doesn't walk past us in bodily form saying, follow me. Where should we listen to the call for, of Jesus? Where can you hear Christ? Where can you encounter him? Martin Luther's small catechism in the third article of the creed has a very clear and succinct answer. 
I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in my Lord Jesus Christ or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, and sanctified and kept me in the true faith. We need to remember and take seriously that Jesus Christ is not dead, but alive and still speaking to us through his word. If you want to hear the call to discipleship, you need to hear it where Christ himself is present. The preaching and reading of his word and the sacraments of the church are where Jesus Christ is present. Listen to the gospel of the crucified and risen Lord. There he is, the whole Christ, the very same one who called his disciples. And he's there for you in his word and in the sacraments. Jesus calls those disciples. And they recognize him as the one who speaks to their lives. The one who has authority over them. The one who speaks with God's authority. When we gather together around God's word, we recognize in that word the voice of Jesus Christ himself. Through his word, he speaks into our lives. And he has authority over us. Through his word, Jesus speaks with God's authority, calling us to have faith in him and to have love for others. The word of Scripture Jesus' word claims our lives and calls us to follow him. When we ask where we can hear Jesus' call to discipleship today, there is no other answer than this. Listen to the word preached and read. Receive the sacraments. In these, you will hear Christ himself calling you to follow him. You will hear his call. Now, the people whom Jesus called to be his disciples, they were fishermen. Fishermen know something about catching fish. But Jesus calls them to fish for people. There's a little bit of a difference, isn't there, between fishing for men and fishing for people. Christians, you and me, we're like those fish caught in the net. In your baptism, you were caught in the net of God's kingdom, caught by a love that will not let you go. Like fish in a net, we didn't choose to be here, but we've been hauled into the boat. That word of Jesus, follow me, rings out in our ears because we're baptized. Now, all fish struggle to get out of the nets, and rightly so. To be in the nets means their death and their doom. When fish are caught, they die. If you're going to follow Jesus, you are going to have to die. Our old, our old Adam doesn't like the struggle. He doesn't want to be netted. He wants to be free and enslaved to sin and self. Yet, look where Jesus' earthly journey led him. It led him to his death at Calvary. Follow me, Jesus said to you in your baptism. To follow Jesus on his road to Jerusalem is literally 
going to cost you everything you hold dear. Can you afford it? Are you willing to pay that price? You say you want to follow Jesus? Are you willing to pay the cost? There is a part of you that still is entangled by sin. And that's what we call the old Adam. The old Adam in us hates to die. But it must die. And not just once, but every single day. Our old Adam will get mad at the preacher. We'll tune him out. It will shut our Bibles tight and avoid church. It will deny God. But if you're going to follow Jesus, you must die. Suddenly, this business of being a disciple doesn't sound like fun anymore, does it? It sounds kind of dangerous, maybe even deadly. Following Jesus is costly. Following Jesus is going to cost you a lot more than 10% of your income or 90 minutes on a Sunday morning in cutting into your brunch time. It means dying. Dying to self. Dying to your desires. Dying to everything in your life. Literally renouncing everything you have and everything you are and everything you think and want yourself to be. It'll cost you everything. Your whole life. Everything. All that you have. Repentance is turning away from sin and self to righteousness. From self to Christ. It's to be turned inside out. Our natural tendency is to be self-oriented, turned inward. Repentance isn't pleasant. It's not a happy thing. There will be sorrow. Sorrow over your sin. There's going to be terror of God's wrath. Grief over death. Grief over the loss of our beloved sin. We aren't going to feel good about ourselves when Jesus calls us to repent and that repentance is worked in us. Remember, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem. Jesus had the cross front and center his entire life. That's where you need to be looking. The way of discipleship is not an easy road. Repentance is a costly road of hard and painful choices. Jesus himself went to a cross to die. And anyone who does not bear their own cross and come after him cannot be his disciples. You must die. But Christ must rise. And we must rise in him. See, that's that's the big difference between us and fish. We die in order to live. Let's remember that our call is not to isolation and relentless misery. Jesus doesn't just preach repent. No, there was, there was something else that he added along with repent, wasn't there? Repent and believe the gospel. Jesus says Believe in the gospel. To believe is to entrust yourself and your whole life to this Christ. To know in your heart that he is your only hope for salvation. Believe in the gospel. Trust in Jesus, the Savior. Take refuge 
and security in him. He will save you. He will save you from your sins. He will save you from death and damnation. He will save you by the power of his resurrection to eternal life so that you can share in his resurrection on the last day. So count the cost of being a Christian. What will it cost you to follow Christ our Lord? It'll cost you your life. But in Christ, you will rise to a new life, an eternal life. And that's far worth the cost. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at iCloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.